It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the first episode of Unfortunately on the Record. We're going to get crazy. It's the first episode. It's first episode's always super fucking awkward, but... I'm going to paint a clear picture for like 30 seconds and then we're going to get right into it because I got a lot of callers. Yeah, kind of a big deal. The whole point of this podcast, this segment of the podcast, and thank you for tuning in to Brainstorm, by the way. It's going to be very different from things that have ever happened in the past. First off, because it's a call-in. So we're going to be taking calls from questions that I posted Alright, so let me just go ahead and lay down how this is going to work. This shit's intense. It's, you know, we live in an interesting time. And the main reason I even wanted to do this podcast is because I have these conversations all the time like over some drinks, at a restaurant, whatever it is. I have them all the time. Great conversations. But the thing is, is like, how am I supposed to have the person I'm talking to right now on as a guest, right? I'm going to have to fucking make cards and start handing them out and say, dude, 10 minutes, I need you on the show, right? So I figured, how can I have these conversations that are so fucking great that, you know, and, and here's the thing is like, I feel a certain way about things. I think that the media overplays a lot of shit that's going on in the world. And I think that there is hope. I don't think that we're a horrible civilization like they make it seem on the media with all this separation and these riots and these protests. And people are so enraged that when they go to those protests, they're already fired up. They already hate the other side. There's only a select few that are willing to actually have a conversation with you. So when we sit down on this show and I take calls, it's essentially showing you that the listener, that we're not all bad. Look, the left or the right, they're not all bad, right? So we're going to get into some calls today. I posted some questions, some topics. Uh, Some of the questions that I posted out there this week were, AI, it's dangerous. Change my mind. Tell me why Biden is good for America without bashing Trump. Religion, God, all of that is being eliminated 
by mainstream media. Changed my mind. The American dream is dead. Changed my mind. I'm essentially the guy in the meme that's sitting there at the table and saying, pepperoni pizza is better than sausage pizza. Changed my mind. But I'm getting more serious with it. And I'm having callers call in to actually try to do that. And my thought going into this as, as being a funny guy was like, dude, I'm just going to attack them. We're just going to argue. It's going to be funny. I'm going to shade them. But I learned through having these conversations, these three conversations that are on this episode, we're not that different. I ended up having very good conversations. Some of them a little more exciting than others. I'll give you that. Great conversations. But I learned shit. I asked the questions I wanted to fucking ask. They were answered. People were real. And what I learned is that it's not about red, blue. It's not about left, right. It's not about black, white, yellow, brown, tan, sunburnt. It's about humans, the human race. I feel like we got hope. I really do. So we're going to go ahead and get into these calls. I appreciate you for tuning in to this episode. This podcast means a lot to me personally. Don't worry, you're not going to break my heart if you don't listen to it. Obviously, with people reaching out, we have enough. We want more. We want more. We want more. But uh, we're doing just fine. So let's get to the show. All right. Um, well, I'm calling in. My name is Matthew Ortman. Uh, I have a pastoral degree from rather conservative Bible College, Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. Um, I've been on staff of several churches, and uh, and I'm also a pop culture fanatic. Okay, so, so when you say fanatic, kinda... like uh, like what do you mean? Like you just love like keeping up with the Kardashians and shit, like no, stuff no, like that, um, like. What do you mean pop culture? Like, what do you specify if you could? Well, that's, I, I think, part of the question that we need to, like, talk about is first kind of identifying what pop culture pop culture is. Okay. Um, because if, you, if you're just talking about all media, you're talking about television shows, movies, uh, books, fashion even as part of pop culture, but... Like, what are you mainly referring like what's to what's trending right now? Over? Like, like TikTok and like people being narcissists. I think, I think honestly, the majority of the people right now, like our our whole culture is a narcissistic culture. They're self absorbed. Uh, shows like garbage reality shows and the music and, and, and the trash that comes out with that. Like I listen to all of it and I watch all of it. I'm not trying to dog everything. I'm just saying, I'm just stating the obvious. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like we're getting on the highway and the roads are icy and I'm just saying drive slow. Cause the roads are icy. And someone's like, nah, fuck you. I'm going to drive fast. Like, okay. You know, but they're icy. So I'm just, I'm just stating the fact, drive how you want to, you know? So that's, that's what I'm getting at when I mean pop culture is like, just as a whole, like the the image that is being pushed through, like essentially turn on NBC, CBS, ABC, turn on any of those channels, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, you you helped me out 
figuring out what you're talking about because the first thing you thought of when you thought about pop culture was you, you're thinking about kind of the major TV networks and the shows that are coming on there. But I think the first distinction when I think about pop culture and how I engage with it is I get most of my pop culture from the internet. Right. So I'm watching things. The, the TV I'm watching is mostly through Netflix. It's mostly through, you know, all of these uh, internet services right. where the content is a little bit catered differently. Um, and then also through YouTube um and then I watch a lot of like anime and things like that, which are becoming way more mainstream in pop culture now. Yeah, I've never really been big into it, but yeah. it's it's a huge thing with the, the, like I I see references to anime all the time, and I'm like, ah, maybe it's my age, but yeah. I guess I can't vibe. Yeah. So my thoughts get a little bit complicated with with uh, this, and it kind of tracks kind of with the history of how people engaged with media. Um, and this kind of gets into philosophy. So if, if I track back to this, like kind of earlier on in the kind of generation of pop culture, there was a zeitgeist of modernism, which, which adhered to these ideas of the grand narrative, which is Christianity, which is the value of the home, which is like pretty much anything that you could say like, oh, this is good. And this was kind of the messages that were being advertised and broadcast. At some point, there was a zeitgeist that got disillusioned with that, and that's where you get the emergence of uh, postmodernism, which is defined by cynicism and irony. Uh huh. And that's where you see a bunch of shows being created, which are our reaction to those kind of things, where you just see the cynicism pouring out of it, and you get more offensive material, and you get. To people pushing buttons. Um, and now I can see a kind of reaction against the postmodern nature of television where it's like there are things being created now that kind of push through that and are really learning it, leaning into a type of sincerity, uh, authenticity in how they kind of display the human experience. And I found those shows to be really beneficial. I'll give you an example. Uh, have you heard of the show BoJack Horseman on Netflix? I've heard of it. I've never watched it, but I see that it gets all these awards. It's praised. And I've just never really been into it. I mean, I'm not like Family Guy. Sure, Simpsons when I was growing up. But I've yeah, never really been drawn to animation. But I've like almost considered watching an episode or two like just to see what it's about. I've heard great things. Yeah, you're not going to get why people love it from just watching an episode or two. I'll tell you that. It's kind of like a whole show experience. But you listed two things off. You listed Family Guy and The Simpsons, and those are shows that were kind of characteristic in that time period to be like layered with irony and layered with cynicism, and that was the core of the, the comedy. Then you got shows being made now, like you see Bojack, uh, and the show is really written around this character who is a depressed celebrity trying to find some kind of meaning and value in his life and I found that personally like incredibly valuable because here I am with some of the same questions of like why do I feel certain ways how are my relationships going and I see something relatable that's trying to get to some kind of deeper meaning and that's one example but like that seems to be the trend the shows that are getting more and more discussion um 
seem to be more complicated. Like being more upfront about what's really going on behind closed doors is what you're saying. Yeah. They're being um, more open. Really digging, really digging at self-understanding um, and self-reflection. And I think that's a positive trend. Not every show is doing that, but that seems to be the Do trend. you see any the negatives? Do you see any of the negatives out there? I mean, you 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 know, I like the I like your view on it. I like the fact that you have a background where you actually grew up around a, a very religious culture, and your view is still like you're very independent in thinking. I think that's the biggest problem, and I think that's the biggest thing that most people can take away, if not from this podcast, then just from just trying to become a better person is that yes you can look at the inner information that you're seeing and people can project whatever they want but if you're intelligent enough you're intellectual enough you can actually seed through the bad and see positives in almost anything like you said some people might look at bojack and be like oh they're trying to glorify depression and you're looking at it as even with your background of saying things like you like that because it actually is like it's it's showing things and making it seem more normal for people that may feel like they need to oppress those certain feelings and and not talk about the way that they feel and this and that. So I, I like yeah, the and, I like uh, the way on that. But like, is there anything out there right now that you personally are like, okay, that's just too far? Here's the thing: I think that if things are made with that kind of like ill intention, whether it's just to make money or it's whether to push some kind of agenda in some way, it doesn't have the soul, the artistic like resonance to endure. So it's just something that you kind of consume and then you throw out and then you look for something new and the things that are going to make a deeper impact are going to be something that is true and deeper. That's been my experience. Okay. All right. Well, so. fair, fair enough. I mean, I, you know, I like, uh, I like the fact that your background that you have, you know, it really, it kind of, it would throw people off for like, if I was to say, Oh, this gentleman that's coming on is, you know, he, he grew up, you know, in a religious area and was educated this way. And they're going to be like, Oh, he's going to be super conservative and he's going to blah, 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 blah. You'd, you'd, you'd honestly walk into a group to where someone would almost attack you verbally with with something in a debate and not even know the person that you are, if they actually let you talk, they would probably be like, wow, man, we like a lot of the same things. Like, we're not not so different. You know, like, like, uh, you're allowed to feel certain ways about different things, and you're not evil in my life, you know? I had a roommate this last year when I was um, living away, and it was just somebody that I found on Craigslist. I didn't know them before. Dude, you, you're killing Craigslist. You found this on Craigslist. You got a roommate on Craigslist. Yeah. How many times have you purchased yeah, something off Craigslist? How many times? Um, I don't know. Probably, probably like ten or so times. Holy shit, dude! I check it. Loves yeah. Craigslist. It's you know, it's funny. I threw yeah. this out there. I'm like, eh, we'll see what happens. And a buddy of mine, I was talking with him earlier today, and he's like, I'm like, dude, I got like seven, seven, six or seven people booked, you know, for this call-in thing. And he's like, fucking Craigslist is big in Detroit, apparently. Like, I don't get it. Like, I'm, I'm like, hey, look, I check it every now and then. Like, I'll check it for certain things, like free stuff or whatever, if I'm looking for a pool table, this and that. And, uh, yeah, I, it's still out there. It's still alive, which is crazy to me. 
So you love Craigslist. So, uh, but you were seeing your roommate what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was saying like I moved in with this guy. Uh, very different beliefs. He was like a stout atheist. He grew up in kind of like a repressive Christian home. Dude, that's like and a TV that show, I, like um, the the yeah. religious person and the atheist. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he he had like all these preconceived notions of what it was going to be like living with somebody who wasn't just a Christian, but also worked in the church and had done ministry and stuff. But I remember one day I was like one very early on. I was just listening to rap videos in the living room. He comes up to me. He's like, "So you're a Christian, and, and you don't have a problem with this?" No, you know, I was listening to a Christian artist named Ed F, who was like a good example of that. Somebody who's like a media that is like incredibly valuable. Like, he so you were li- you were listening um, to a Christian rapper? Yeah. What I was mean, the name? Pe- what was the name of the artist? Ed F. Ed F. He's actually from Michigan. Dude, he's I didn't awesome. know that he was considered Christian rap. He's not, well, he wouldn't say that he's Christian rap. He says he's a rapper who's a Christian. But, like, a lot wow, of Wow, okay. That that's, that's cool. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. But his whole thing, too, is, like, all right, music is therapy. Music is a medicine. Right. And he goes into the pop culture thing of, like, okay, you can look to music to find therapy, to find medicine. And, like, if you're like me, you can look to, you know, certain TV shows, certain certain other forms of media, books, for sure, for that kind of therapy, for that kind of medicine, or just to, like, learn something. (laughs) That was real. No way. So underneath the ad for the show, there was an ad for a guy to find a woman to just take a shit in his mouth? Yep. It was called, like, Human Brownies or something like that. Really? And you 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 didn't reply? I'm hoping. <laughs> no, no, I did not. <laughs> okay. All right, dude. Well, hey, I appreciate it. Um, you know, I, I look forward to speaking with you, hopefully again in the future. Thank you for calling in, and uh, thank you for uh, chatting with me today. And uh, yeah, no best problem. of luck to you on uh, on your employment ventures. Yeah, yeah, something will happen. All right, man. I'm going to go doing. back and work there, but it's, it, like, the virus is really shaking everybody up. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. I'll probably throw some shit up about the virus here, uh, you know, in the future. But, um, again, I appreciate, I definitely appreciate the time, appreciate the support of, of what I'm trying to do here. So, thanks for calling in. Yep. Thanks, man. Bye. All right. So, rapping Bible thumper. Um, cool dude. Cool dude, I think. I think he, honestly, he's a great example of what this show is. And when I say that, I don't mean that this is like a Christian radio show, right? Um, What I mean is that he's a good example of showing that you can believe in one thing and have an open mind and and you you take what you want to take out of information out of out of media and in the whole scene of this theme of this podcast where it's like okay come and change my way of thinking this motherfucker succeeded matt you fucking you succeeded dude because you've got me thinking i'm sitting here now and when i used to just look at shit like Bowman Jackson or whatever the fuck the horse cartoon he's talking about 
I would be like, oh, that's just some fucking Hollywood trendy bullshit, and I'm probably not going to like it because of how I feel about certain things. But this dude watches it, and he takes what he what he likes from it, and he leaves the rest. And that's what we should all do when we're watching shit. Fuck. He actually got me thinking. That's good stuff. I like that. But we're going to move on to the next caller here. Um, and hopefully, you know, nothing against Matt. It was a great conversation. But I'm trying to get heated. All right? I'm trying to fucking get people... I'm trying to get under some skin. I'm trying for them to get under mine, but in a non-sexual way, you know? I'm trying to, like, verbally fight people tonight. Um, <laughs> but in a healthy way, if there is a way. Uh, cool, so we'll move on to the next caller. No, man, you're good. Like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't really look at it that way at all. I, uh... I kind of liked it, to be honest. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Let's get someone on here with some fucking fire because I know a lot of people, like, uh, you know, no offense to any of the people I previously talked to. Um, they're very nice people, and we had a very into it conversation. But it's like I kind of, you know, I want someone to jump on here that's got some backbone that's like, nah, like, that's fucked right, up, X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah, right. So the first question I have is, how the fuck did you get your caller ID to show up as Superman? You obviously are more intelligent than the average person because mine shows so, up as, as, as... How'd you do that? So, like, uh, I got, like, uh, my phone service to Metro, and I have the Metro app. Yeah. And just, uh... Like, it asked me, like, what I wanted, like, for my first name, my last name, so I put Super and the man, just because I feel oh, like it's okay. Okay. Just a weird, like, I don't want people to, like, know it's me calling for they know it's me. Like. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you, like, just did some crazy shit, like, just for this specific call, and I'm like, maybe this guy uh -huh. is super intelligent, maybe he's outside my house right now, maybe he's gonna try to kill me and rob me. <laughs> Oh no, dude! No, I can't do it. Can't so you're a uh, you're a fellow resident of Detroit, huh? Where whereabouts do you live at? Like, not obviously specific address, but like what area? Uh, I just moved out of Southwest Detroit. I stay down the river now. Oh, down river. Okay. Yep. Yes, sir. That's cool. I lived in uh, well, I, I lived all over the state, and then I also lived out of state, but I settled uh, nestled down here in uh, Saint Clair Shores, a little little quiet area. So. Cool. Oh. Very what nice. uh what what topic would you like to get into man cuz like uh obviously there's a couple of them but like you know what what topic which one do you think that you would be able to be like fuck it like let's let's really hash it out you know well, That's what I'm saying whatever one you want to I'm telling you I mean shit I posted all of them so it's like I kind of feel strongly about every part of them um, I don't know. Your where... favorite one. Today's your day, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. All right. What's your political stance? Biden My voter. So, like, honestly, I think uh, I have a political stance that ain't really a political stance. I don't. I don't look at either one of them. Red, red and blue to me is like the same thing. It's just like two sides of the same coin. Red and red and blue to use the same thing. Yeah, I mean, like okay. Democratic Republican. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I feel like they they each have their own agendas. Okay, yeah, I agree. Gonna I agree some, with that. Like, it's gonna appeal to some people. It's gonna not appeal to some people. I feel like, I feel like that's just like a game. Like there's like bigger problems, and you can hide it with political. I feel like they're all in the same fucking shit, anyways. Like they're all they all kind of like they're just trying to 
see how far they can pull us one way to another. You know. I mean, honestly, are you smoking weed right now, (laughs) O'Neill? I'm gonna have to can't. I'm at Superman. Are you getting high right now? I'm gonna have to cancel you. I'm just kidding. No, I'm smoking a cigarette. Okay. What's uh? What's your brand? Uh, Newport Reds. Newport Reds? I didn't even know that was a thing, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm trying to quit. I used to smoke Marlboro Reds, those cowboy killers back in the day. You take one hit, dude, that shit would like rip your throat open. Nicotine would fuck your throat like super hard. That's like this. That's like it's like it's like a midget Marlboro Reds. <laughs> What'd you say? It's, it's like a midget Marlboro Reds. It's like a little bit, a little bit lighter, <laughs> but same same concept. I'm trying to quit. It's like a yeah. little person version of Marble Red. Yeah, exactly. Like. With, like, uh, a personality complex, too. Like, trying to be better. Like, it doesn't really know what it wants to be. Like, it kind of wants to appeal to the rednecks up north, but also, like, the, you know, the inner city community with being, like, is right. it menthol? Like, is it menthol? Pack. Like, like a, a, a Newport no, Red? Like, what is it, cinnamon? I don't get it. <laughs> it's not menthol. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's upset because its older brother, Newport Green, is, like, so famous, and nobody knows Newport Red. Damn, so it's, like, the one that's, like, going constantly to the methadone clinic because it's like in and out of rehab and like you know taking oxys and bumping little xan dude exactly like you hit you hit the cigarette and you fucking it's just struggle (laughs) you take one rip and you're just instantly like just now you know now you know what depression is every time i hit this cigarette my credit score drops 10 points (laughs) (laughs) oh it's great every time i hit it uh, yeah, all man, right, so let's get into it then. So, like, you love Trump, then, is what you're saying. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter to me. Whoever you put in that same spot that he's in is going to do whatever they're paid to do. So like, do you do you think that we're making the right decision here by putting uh, – I mean, honestly, look, look, I'll be honest. I'm going to tell you where I stand. I, I'm with, like, the, some of the shit that, that Trump's been able to do for the country – I think he's a tool, you know, to be honest. Like, I always yeah, thought he was a tool. You can't have that big of a personality but, when you're trying to do what you're doing. But like, that's he, exactly like- he is a great businessman. And at the end of the day, the United States is a business in the world. And, like, he did really good things with, with growing our economy, cutting ties with, like, countries that were leeching from us, essentially, using using our people to, like, essentially make them millions. Um, I I get exactly what you're saying. Like I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Before before you get to the next point uh, about what you're saying is like how you you're saying like what he's doing. Like I I I agree with you. I just feel like from a business aspect, maybe you should be a part of like a business sector of our our country. Maybe you shouldn't be leading the whole country when your mind is more focused on one aspect. That's not really the most important aspect of our country. Yes, it's important for us to be rich as Americans, but I mean it's more important that things in America are also being taken care of. Like, I I just feel like where he's, like, cutting off those people leeching from Americans, what about when is, like, who's going to cut off Nike leeching from Indonesians? Who's going to cut off, like, these these giant companies that don't have to pay as much taxes as... I can tell so. you it's not going to be Biden. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's going to be anybody because... You think it's too? You think we're fucked? You think it's just too late for us? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you got to think. We this country, this country was founded on some amazing principles, dude. The thoughts that this country wanted to be are fucking up there. They're the best that they, the the best that they they can be. But that's exactly what they were. Is they were thoughts, dude. You put those people in power, dude. People take advantage of their power. America's been America's been fucked up ever since World War Two. 
World War Two really fucked America up. Everyone thought that we won that shit. No, like mm. <laughs> America's been trying been trying to get back to where it's been since World War Two. Like people don't people don't understand that yeah, America's a business, but at the same time business is fucked up. So the the Yeah, the business isn't the, good. No, yeah, so it's like you could be a business all you want, but you're still gonna have a bad day. America takes that bad day it makes it a bad year. That bad year turns into a bad decade. We're still in Afghanistan and Iraq for what? Yeah, I, I agree. About, I agree. Why the fuck are we still over there fighting? Because Afghanistan, Afghanistan has ninety percent of the world's opium. So you think That's it's related to the opium? Pharmaceuticals, exactly. Yeah, because how is how is how is Pfizer? How is Mellencraft? How is any of these companies going to be able to make their product if they don't have the opium to to make it? I'm not trying to offend you. What do you do for a living? Me. I'm a lowly cook. <laughs> Damn, bro. You're cooking up knowledge right now. I, like, I, 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 like I, what do you, like, what do you, do? you're flipping burgers and shit right now? No. Honestly, I can't do nothing right now. Uh, yeah, the lockdown, that, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And that's what I'm saying, like, where it gets into the, the, the more, like, just as an American aspect. Do you think that... Trying- do you think that this is designed to crush the small business and to allow larger corporations to buy out everything? No, I think that's a side effect. I think it was designed to... But you do think so, it was designed? Yeah, no, I, I, honestly, I really do. Because, I mean, how, how fast did Pfizer come up with this, this right. vaccine? The patents were already out there before this shit even came out. You tell me that this you the dick pill company, right? Viagra yeah. made the fucking, this vaccine. The COVID vaccine, right. Right, and it's just so it's so funny, dude. You know, they could probably right. sell the vaccine a lot more if they said. Also, a side effect might be your cock gets hard as fuck. Then more I mean, people, yeah, I, that, more people, I think, would line up to uh, think, to get yeah, the vaccine. I, I would yeah, actually I, like. Okay, cool. So it's gonna grow my cock. I'm gonna last longer. Obviously, I'm gonna grow a tail as well. But right, I'm gonna like drill. Point, I'm gonna be able to drill. At that point, it's not even a vaccine for. For Rona, it's it's a dick pill. That <laughs> yeah. Side effects fight Rona. It's the lime and the add some lime to your Corona is what they should throw in there with it. So you do you like, think it is kind of? Honestly, I, I don't know how it can't be because I mean I'm one of those strict people that believe like that 9/11 like wasn't what it said like what they said. I it agree. Was. I mean, inside I, I, job. Don't get me wrong. I want to say this like. It's horrible that all those people lost their lives. I'm it not is. It, 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 it is. Those people still died. Yes, that's horrible. That's not. That's, that's not funny. I don't. I'm not making a joke out of that. No, not saying, at all. If you look at history and the way that things happened with Bush and that election in Florida in 2000, if Bush didn't win the, that election, they don't go to Iraq and go to to that war. I'm right. saying the only people that profit from the Iraq war, the main person that profited was our vice president because his company literally won all of the bids for anything in Iraq. They were driving like soldiers. They were like doing pickups. They were fucking trying to rescue people. Like yeah. this is a construction company that you're literally putting in a different co- part of the world, telling it, telling them they can do whatever the fuck they want. You know, the vice and- president seems to benefit quite a bit when, when a president gets elected. Cause that's kind of what happened with Biden. When, uh, when Obama got elected, Biden was like, he got like his green card, his like golden key to all these countries that he could just start doing business with. And, you know, I, I don't mean to cut no, you off of that topic of nine no, eleven, but what are your thoughts on, on completely the, right. what are your thoughts on Biden? You think that that has legitimacy that, that, uh, the conspiracy theory, they call it that he's involved with it, you know, with, with collusion. I, and I think he's I a think Chinese so. spy. He's getting paid off. 
I think I think people need to, to to really look at history. I feel like people are really dumb nowadays, and they they I agree. what's in front of their face. Everyone forgets that in 1970, Joe Biden was the same person that was fighting to to keep schools segregated. I yep. don't think that. I've I don't seen think the videos. That, that's the that's the same dude that you're sitting here talking about. If you're not black, then like, or if you're black, like, then you're gonna vote for me. Like, why is it why does it come down to a color thing, dude? I Do think whatever. honestly, the the Kamala Harris Biden party is like they're they're that is just a joke because she's it it she used to up. go at his throat in debates she Dude, hates that guy she hates that guy not only does she hate that guy she hates what he stands for but then also just to show how much of a hypocrite that she is first off how radical do you have to be to get elected in california for any position second off you're gonna throw people behind bars for a long-term sentence for marijuana and and, and possession and then you're gonna boast on tv because it's trending now that you used to smoke pot like right, dude, like come can, on can i tell you something from from a person that that literally like suffered firsthand from some fucked up marijuana laws like i was 16 years old and i caught a felony for smoke like i got caught smoking a joint of weed and no abandoned shit. and because of obama and his wife's school policies how that <laughs> she she wanted to make school so safe they mm-hmm. didn't they didn't stipulate certain rules so because that abandoned school is still government property i got charged with like as a felony at sixteen, I attempted because of weed. Yes, on paper it literally said that I brought anywhere between one to a thousand grams. One to, to a thousand is pretty pretty broad. It's like you know, if you're making a Tinder profile, you're not going to say I weigh anywhere between a hundred right. and five hundred pounds. My, my dick is anywhere from two to twenty four inches, right? Like that's too broad. <laughs> I get exactly what you're saying, and that's what that's what these drug laws do, though. Damn, and, and, and laws- so this is a very stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyways because it, you know, do you think that that felony charge that you got when you were 16 obviously paved the way to like it, it limited you in your aspects of trying to do what you feel like you could fully potentially do, or do you also think like? Fuck that. The system can't hold me down. I'm still the person I am. I'm going to find my way around it. Both. It could have really fucked me up, but I I turned it into a lesson. And so what, like, I learned a lot more from it than than most people would. I mean, I I ended up not graduating from high school on time because I got taken out of, like, school because I got put in jail over it. Over, you know, a a joint of weed, less than a gram of weed. How How many, how much time did you serve? Six and a half months. Okay. Now it's like fucked up too, because where I got put, I got put in a, like in, in a facility that was right between Flint and Saginaw, and this is like 2014, 2015. So it's like on top of that, like I'm drinking fucking Flint water. This fucking <laughs> they're poisoning yeah, you guys over there. They love dude, it. Dude, I swear it was like it was like anything that could have ha- like went wrong did, and it, it, it. But it also like showed me that these people don't give a fuck. No, when I got in trouble. When I got in trouble, dude, I was a month from being 17. They they hit me they like I was the only per- person out of seven people to get charged with like charged let alone like charged with a felony. Why didn't so they charge they, the other people? You think you were singled out for some certain reason? Because I was a minor. Because when because the they knew that they could me, benefit more from charging a minor than everyone else that was of age. Honestly, no, because they were lazy and they didn't want to do paperwork. When they caught me, they caught me at three in the morning. So you like catching minors. I think they like, would have just I'm, let you off. Well, they couldn't because I was a minor, so they had to make sure someone got me. 
the, my two yeah. friends that were 17, they didn't have to like sit here and wait for their parents to come get them. They didn't want it's to. It's funny, so like, uh, I'm go. sorry, but I thought an adult was 18. So in the, in, in, and I'm not a lawyer by any means. So like at 17, you're tried as, as an adult? Uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's very, it could be, it could be manipulated, like, to, to benefit, like, a prosecutor, yes. 17 can be charged for an adult, like, for certain crimes. 18 is considered an adult where, like, you can't vote until you're 18, you can't buy... That's such bullshit, there should now. be a black and white line, like, you're either an adult There's or you're not. not. And that's, like, the, to show you how, like, this... Like, you're not considered much- an adult, but we're gonna try you as this as adult. Because not only is it more beneficial for them for like time like like likewise, but it's also like twice as like beneficial for them for like like money wise. Like courts cost yeah. money. People right. understand that like when like it costs money to, to have someone in jail every day. Thirty eight thousand dollars a year to house a prisoner, that's more money to house a prisoner than you can make off minimum wage in a year. And who yeah. pays for that? Yeah, it, it's not the same congressman and the same presidents and all these motherfuckers who are sitting here Let's, advocating all this bullshit. So we'll kind of use that as a segue. So you know, privately owned prisons are a way for a lot of people to make a ton of money if you have money to buy a prison. Privately what do you? Prison, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on? That's, a, that's slavery to me. You're paying into owning people. Correct. And and, and what are your thoughts on the uh, defund the police? Where, when you look at it, my opinion is, when you look at it, it's the same thing as they did when they defunded the prisons. You're going to defund the police to where they can become privately owned, so that the inner city, obviously people don't have money to pay for a good police force there, so you put in government-forced police, which are going to be military police, and then the suburbs, they're going to have nice police officers. How is that going to change anything? Everything you just said is exactly the way they do it because it's not a problem that solves all problems. The same way you, they don't cure cancer, you don't cure AIDS. It, you don't make money off curing shit. You make money off treating shit for the rest of someone's life. So how am I going to make money if I fucking if everything's so utopia here? These are problems that can be solved easily. I mean, do, defund the police? No, obviously that's dumb. Are the police, like, so even you, so so I just want to like, clarify yes. this for people listening. So like, even you as a felon that was mis, honestly you were mistreated. Okay, my opinion, you were mistreated as a, as a seventeen year old, right? Um, sixteen. Sixteen, right? But then when you went to trial, then it was they tried you as an adult. Is that what it was? Still at sixteen. Yeah, still at sixteen. Right. So you were mistreated by the law. But yet you still don't agree with defunding the police. No, because at the same time, like, I, I, what do you want then? Do you want the National Guard coming through? That's, that's not, I mean, defunding the police is dumb. It's like you, it, you need to train people properly. I can go apply to be a Detroit police officer right now. And it's like because my felony was expunged, because I got it expunged, it's not on my record anymore. Yeah. I can go be a police officer. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. That's not, I don't feel like... I have to have experience everywhere else to work at fucking Kmart. I have to have two years of a fucking experience in retail. Like, I'm just saying when you're dealing with people, like you're getting called to deal with high pressure situations and you're telling me that you're not trained to deal with high pressure situations, but you're given a fucking firearm and told that if you fucking shoot someone, you better empty the fucking clip because, I mean, they're going to get less money in a lawsuit if they're dead than they're alive. That's true. I mean, honestly, like, think about, like, the the officers that killed Breonna Taylor, okay? That shit... That's just wild right there. 
the fact that none of the officers FaceTime, that's just dumb to me. The fact that her boyfriend was arrested on scene for, I mean... Wasn't he a drug dealer, though? No, no, they had the wrong... So that was a lie, then? No, they were looking for a drug dealer. They raided their house under the, the guise that it was the last known address of this drug dealer. So I might have misinformation, but this is maybe a good... I don't agree that she was killed. She shouldn't have been... They shouldn't have did it the way they did it. But there's so... This is this is also a problem with our fucking society is the, the amount of information we get that is, okay, just so misleading. Like, one person will say, well, they knocked loudly. Another right. news source will say they never no, knocked. Not. And, and then another news source will say that he was a known drug dealer and that was supposed to be a raid and she happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, which happens right, all the time, unfortunately. Right. We're sorry it happened. And but then you have and then you have fault. what you're telling me, which is that he wasn't a drug dealer. No, I and yeah, and I did a bunch of research on it. He wasn't a drug dealer at all. This man with his legally owned gun, he fired shots back out of his house because he thought he was being robbed. Okay, the so they they they, they went into the wrong address. No, they they went to the, the a drug dealer's last known address without doing research, not knowing oh, that. Okay, they, I didn't know so, this. Yeah, so it's like the dude didn't live there anymore. Why isn't that in the news? Why didn't they talk about that? Because because then the cops have to go to jail, dude. You, I'm telling you, the more controversy you stir up with shit like this, the more pressure it takes off. Right, of you would think the even more, the mainstream media, the defund the police movement, you feel like would even push this to like say like, no, 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 they didn't do their research, but it's not. They didn't even talk no, about it because that. they even benefit from this somehow. People get so mad so quick. People are so dumb as a group. People like one person is very intelligent. Oh yeah. People as a group. Then you people so riled up. I'm saying like the government just benefits so much from this shit. Like people think, oh, like our government's like in trouble because of like the riots that are happening. No, like people don't understand that we're in trouble because when the government declares martial law and declares itself more important than us, it's because we let them. By you know, I heard something the other night, last night, literally that uh, that that's coming. Um, over this election fraud potential. Think, think about it. This is two years in a row that they're saying that another fucking country fucked with our election. Like, and now you got. Well, not, not only that, only, now that now they're saying we've been hacked. Even in the Pentagon and the CIA, they're saying that there's hacking going on in that right now. Right. So exactly. But how do we feel doing? protected right now as a country? We can't. No, we you, have two fucking clowns. We have two clowns fighting over who's in charge. And then we got our whole civilization rioting. And then we also have our government that's supposed to be so sophisticated, constantly getting hacked by other countries. Like, Listen to me. I'm moving the to moment, Canada. Our <laughs> government literally ceased to exist the moment that Obama signed that executive order that allowed that, that literally said that if our government is not able to lead itself in any event, disease, catastrophe, war, FEMA becomes an, the emergency government. So you're telling me that the, the same people that practice concentration camps on, like, the, the Hurricane Katrina victims, right. shoot, shooting, like, what they call looters, but it was actually people trying to survive, like, like that's, that's going to be our new government. Man, it's been a great conversation. I'm gonna have to cut you off just because you're fucking. We could talk all day. Like it's been, it's been like uh, I'm at 22 minutes right now, and I've got like you're only the second person I've chatted with tonight. So I'm definitely gonna keep your information if you don't mind. Uh, and I'll keep in contact. I'll probably throw you on here, um, and we'll probably have some further conversations. In your email, in your email. Uh, shoot me back 
your information to you know to to work out what we need to work out um, as far as payment goes, uh, and we'll work that out. But I appreciate you coming on, dude. I really do. It was a fucking great conversation. I appreciate um, you having me. I don't mean to cut you off real quick. Can I can I say one thing real quick? Yeah, Just go ahead. About the whole Breonna Taylor thing. Yeah, get the on it. The thing that they didn't tell anybody is that the drug dealer that they were also looking for was also in custody. That's like the thing that got me. Is like people, wait what? Yeah, look it up. They were looking for a drug dealer, right? So they again misplaced her boyfriend's drug dealer because he's a black dude with a gun. I mean, that's what police do. They're gonna right. say he's, he's the I'm not black, not I'm Puerto Rican, white and shit. But it's like, dude, I grew up in Detroit. I see this shit. Um, they, dude, the dude was already in, in custody. He got arrested by other police. These police were conducting this raid almost rogue, dude. And then again, like, no knock. I'm telling you. I, I looked I looked it up like there's no way like again if you knock like it doesn't make sense you knocked and then you backed up and then you shot the house if you're gonna knock you're about to knock that door down like it just I just people didn't realize everything that really happened with it and that that girl lost her life and I just I feel like that she deserved more than just well we I feel know. like there needs to be more people that that speak this out and you know watch as soon as I put this episode yes. out I get taken off Apple and Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's the type of shit that they do, right? Uh, thank God we're not that big yet. So I appreciate it, dude. Uh, thank you again. Like I said, fucking we'll square everything away via email. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm probably going to be reaching back out to you. I'll, I'll send you the link when the episode drops. I'll also uh, reach out to you when there's other topics that we could possibly hash it out to. Because you seem like, like you said, you do seem very intelligent when it comes to things um well, and, you know what's insane yeah. to me and and what i've kind of already learned just from two callers is that the guy that i had on before you was uh raised very religious white conservative this and that and you know the topic he selected was um is god taken out of uh you know current media and are they destroying the family picture and this and that and he surprised me i thought he was gonna come on and be like oh yeah this that like say that yeah, it is happening ruining it. but he wasn't yeah. he wasn't he was he was like he's like i watched you know like he brought up bojack horseman or whatever and he was saying how like you know it's about a depressed narcissist horse Right. And he's like, I should hate everything about it. But he's like, but the show attracts me because like there are people like myself that that fight with that all the time. And, you know, stuff like that's brought. So like talking to him and then talking to you and I'm like, okay, so like the country's not as fucked up. We're not as separated. We're not as different as they say we are. If we have a good head on our shoulders, we can figure it out. We just need to get these fucking idiots out of power. Nobody's perfect, I mean, but at the same time, like, there's so much evidence of, like, literally, like, everything working against us as people, and it's just people, they're so safe, they don't want to, they don't want to feel like that. Last question before, you know, before I say, all right, we definitely got to end it. Uh, (laughs) Is there hope? (laughs) And if so, what the fuck? What is it? We just say, fuck it, we say civil war, we rise up against the man, like, what's the, what's, what do we do Let me tell you, I'm 20, I'm 23 years old. I'm like on the younger side, dude. I got two kids. Again, I've 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 had a criminal past. I don't feel like this country has hope as this country, dude. But us as people, dude, what do you mean? Like we can never we can never be br- really brought down. I mean, people are like amazing in what they are in, in general. Like yeah. you can't even tell where people came from, dude. That's fucking great. 
us as people don't even know where we came from, dude. That's pretty fucking amazing to me. Just because it's like, how many people have tried to figure that out? I've tried to figure it out, dude. There's right. countless hours reading trying to figure out where the fuck I came from. You know, like, right. so I feel like, no, this country, this country was founded on... Our culture is becoming a place where in a room you look around and you're like, I can't tell what you are. I can't, I can't single you out, really. Maybe by no. your color, yes, but like at the end of the day, like... Good luck with that, because nowadays, like, there's white mom, black dad, black dad, you know, black mom, white dad, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's... It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, at the end of the day, I was about to say, like, dude, like, this this country was, was founded on the idea of, like, people are free, but only certain people. And that's what it is. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yes, like, we... I mean, what they didn't want to pay taxes to other people, dude. They didn't want to pay money. What they're doing to people right now, they didn't want to pay money to certain people because they weren't being represented a certain way. So when they created this country, I'm saying like they they created it biased anyway, dude. They they created it free for every white man off the backs of everybody else, and it's just like the fact that it kept going this long is amazing to me. That's why we're at where we're at in such a weird place in the country because it's not supposed to happen. Everything's got to be taken out, dude. That punk-ass constitution that doesn't mean anything that it was written for. That punk-ass bill of, bill of rights that's written, amended. Like, people don't understand that in our bill of rights, in our constitution... 17 times, right? 18 times it's been amended? It, yeah, it doesn't matter, like, what they put in. It still says, like, hey, fucking slavery is this. They amended it. They never took that out. They changed it, barely. They added onto it, asterisked it, but... It still says in that paper, motherfucking three-fifths of a population of, of a slave population count for, like, a vote. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this black dude means, like, three-fifths of, of a regular person. Like, that's insane. That's, yeah, so I just I just feel like there's no hope for this place as a country, dude. But for people, man, they can create something great. I don't, I don't know why they won't. It's just, it's weird. But. It's, yeah, I... I agree with you. I feel like they can only do so much to us and people are like, no, I'm going to go outside and walk my dog if I want to. Like, don't fucking tell me what I'm going to do. And and at the end of the day, there's more of us than there is of you. So it doesn't really matter, right? But I appreciate it. That's the first time I've ever done this. (laughs) Hey, it was awesome. Like you said, you're you're an educated dude and you definitely showed it. And uh, I love the view that you had. And I think people listening to this, just by listening to you talk, probably learned learn some shit, change their way of thinking maybe a little so, bit. Dude. So, I, I hope you have a great night. I'll, uh, I'll too, definitely man. email you, right, boss? All right, you uh, have good luck with that uh, Newport Reds. Uh, dude, I, I'm telling you, I'm about to, about to fuck my FICO score up. <laughs> all right, man, you have a good one. Yeah, you too, bro. Later. Wow, all right. O'Neal surprised. He emailed me, and he's like, I'm smarter than everyone is essentially I'm just I'm I'm you know cliff notes. I'm thinking okay this guy we're going to get heated. And that was a great conversation. Again another conversation this is two conversations in to the first episode and I feel like the whole point of the show is coming into light. We're not that different. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not. I just talked to a kid, 23 years old, two children. He's a cook. I'm not dogging the profession. 
and got in trouble for a joint at 16. Got tried as an adult at 17. Missed his graduation, didn't get to graduate. Given a felony and disagrees with defunding the police. What? Come on, people. We're not this stupid. People like O'Neill exist out there. And by being ignorant and thinking a certain way, we're hindering them. I am one of those people, to be honest. I've thought my certain way about things. I would have, you would have told me his, you would have said, look, 23, next guest on the show, 23 year old, two kids, <coughs> um, was locked up at 16, uh, tried it as an adult at 17, um, over a joint, got a felony. Um, you're going to talk about defunding the police. I would literally put money on it. That he would be all for defunding the police. And he wasn't. Insane. Love it. Love what we're doing here. We're going to move on to the next caller. Hi, my name is Cole. So I'm, a t- I'm in my second year of university right now doing cybersecurity. And I'm calling out of Sterling Heights. And I'm here to debate on the fact that AI, artificial intelligence, is a danger to humanity itself. Awesome. So you agree that it is, you work in cybersecurity, so you're getting your degree in that, or you currently are doing like an internship, or you actually are currently doing work as cybersecurity? I'm getting my degree in it, um, and I'm also doing a paid internship right now. Okay. Um, What are you doing on like your day-to-day basis, without giving us the name of the company and shit, what are you doing on the day-to-day basis that has you thinking, like what makes you think that AI is so dangerous? Because I agree. Uh, I think once it learns to educate itself, there's no need for coders. There's no need for a, a career path like that. What uh, what makes you th- so so sure that AI is uh, is going to become evil, I guess? Well, when we look at the data, uh, there's many things. So if you look at CPU processing power, uh, you look at just the general AI knowledge, it's not something that's just increasing 10% every year, 15% every year. This is something we're seeing that's increasing at an exponentially level. Um, Some can argue this exponential level, it's questionable where are we going to get at a certain point, even if it's 40, 50 years from now. Uh, that's going to be a huge change. You know, the way we look at AI right now is, um, yeah, even like on our phones, uh, you know, you have Siri, you have, uh, what is it, Amazon Alexa or whatever. Uh, I don't think many people even consider those things AI or even take a second to think, hey, this is an AI. Uh, Let alone, I think one of the biggest problems we have with AI and why it's a danger, which isn't brought up enough, is how much we're going to depend on it in our lifetime, including uh, job outsourcing. You said job outsourcing? Yep. 
So what what are you thinking that is going on there? So what I think is we're starting to see a rise in many other industries. So people think that AI are just being used for um, assembly plants, automotive factories, you know, that kind of um, installation. But we're starting to see a rise, especially like in the restaurant industry. Um, I mean, obviously right now it's mostly more fast food, but they're starting to implement and a lot of companies are getting lots of research done on having artificial intelligence run kitchens. Really? Yep. Like uh, doing the whole cooking aspect of it or like just the, every aspect of it, the cleaning, the cooking, the prepping, everything? So I would like to say, I mean, right now, it's if you think of like robotic arms at um, a factory assembly plant, um, these things are really what's being started. Um, so it, it would more so be like just flipping the burger. I was going to say, is this, yeah, is this more like uh, washing out the fast food? You know, because obviously they stepped forward in a huge leap with those, um, yeah. with those like fucking you walk in. Before COVID, obviously you could walk in and you would self order on that like giant iPad looking fucking thing, right? You'd order what you wanted oh, yeah. and then your food would be up. You know what's crazy, though? I don't... I mean, I don't think it's perfected yet. I, I witnessed this firsthand. I was at a Taco Bell, and there was a group of kids in front of me. I was working. They weren't. Um, and I came in just to grab a quick meal, and that's all they had was just you mm-hmm. ordered on that thing. And, dude, I was oh, standing yeah, there because the person in front of me was like, ah, do I want this? What do I want? Oh, how do I how do I do this? Like kids, like kids that like are supposed to know technology are like, wait, how do I? uh, Oh, I got three fries on there. How do I take that off? And I'm sitting behind them like, dude, I got to fucking go. This isn't fast food. Like, I don't have time for this (laughs) shit. And then someone came up, luckily, to the register and was like, guys, just skip that. Come to me. So I don't think it's perfected yet, but I do see what you're saying. And I do see how the simplicity, I'm not dogging anyone that's in the fast food industry. It's a tough, you have to deal with assholes every fucking day. It's a tough gig. You should be getting paid what you're worth. But, oh, definitely. I mean, but the, 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 the repetition and the knowledge of flipping a burger and dipping fries into fucking oil, it's not rocket science. I'm sorry if I'm offending you at that point. They can hire... AI, they don't even need to hire. They can design AI to do that. It's going to eliminate the job. It's going to save the margins on that for those large, and it's going to be large companies like McDonald's that are already just ty- like tycoons when it comes to money, right? I don't see, uh, I don't see like a steakhouse. I, you never know, though. A steakhouse, if all they do is steaks, and all they got to do is throw a steak on the grill and flip it at the perfect time with the perfect temperature and this and that. As a consumer, I'm like, yes. Even if we just start from, uh, you know, just small steps like this, what do you think is going to happen, like, even 40 years from now, even if it's in the restaurant industry? Yeah. It's going to be like a Um, consumer. you got to think, like, small term, just um, small growth when it comes to those industries. I mean, I personally like to say the technology is exponentially rising, but the more we're seeing it implemented into um, certain industries like the restaurant industry, it's going to be a slow pace. But the point is, eventually it will get there. And when it does, 
a lot of other companies are going to see the advantage of it. So you said, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you said that you worked with a place or you know of a place that's doing research of replacing cooks in the kitchen. Like I, I'm not asking for the place, but like, you know, for a fact that these studies and this, this shit's going on to where they're oh, trying yeah, 100%. to really all the technology related news I follow is from really good sources, really okay. credible sources. And they're saying that restaurant cooks and shit, they're gone. They're, they're, they're about to be, not like tomorrow, Not you know, but, but are, down uh, the road, that's what that they're doing. It is a possible danger. It, not necessarily saying explicitly. But oh, this could also open up the. This on, this could also open up the door for more technical, high-paid uh, positions, you know, because you're going to have to have someone in-house or on call that's an area manager for when that AI does malfunction. You still have people lined up around the corner for that hamburger you're flipping, and the AI is like tripping out, and all he's doing is kicking out chicken nuggets, you know. That's and they're a good like, point, but, so they're uh, gonna have to bring in people that know how to go in there and like work on the AI, right? Obviously, well, yeah, we're gonna get to the point like, where that's not gonna like be needed. Through a third-party company that even uh, let's say the companies that sell the AI to the restaurants would have. Um, their own technicians that they could send out. Because that's the thing is like, you know, I've always been one. I've been on your side. Like I said, I feel like AI is very dangerous. It can become very strong. It can run the world, but it could always fail. And and, and yes, even, even as, as perfect as it gets, you know, even some of the biggest laptops that you have out there can be hacked. So until... You're That's in cybersecurity, so this is a great question for you, right? Because what happens when you get to a place, let's say we're 50 years in the future, McDonald's is all ran by AI, and you hack it and figure out a way to get all your buddies free cheeseburgers when they roll through, like, there's going to be more jobs created out of that. Now, it might not be for the simpleton that wants to just flip burgers for a living. You might have to go get some fucking education to get a job. I'm not dogging them. I don't mean to sound like a dick. I'm not dogging them, right? But come on. Um, well, it's a, it's a team job for a reason. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So, but do you, you're in cybersecurity. Is that something that they've been talking about to where in the future it's like hacking is going to be more of a concern than, I mean, look what's going on right now on the mainstream, right? The CIA and shit's getting hacked right now. So you want to tell me that if you get oh, AI at McDonald's, it's not going to get hacked? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, that's another thing people need to consider is, um, and this is also why I got, you know, I'm pursuing this education. I want to get in this industry. I started getting my paid internship. Uh, because these companies, I'm telling you, man, like, it, there's so much losses that aren't reported in the media by these companies. Uh, I'm not going to list any, um, but there's plenty out there. Right. Just a simple search you'll see. Um, that is another problem we are seeing, too, with artificial intelligence. Is not even just the fact that they're more vulnerable to hacking, uh, but basically on the premise that what if this artificial intelligence gets in the wrong hands? Yeah. Um, you, you, you look at the United States government, for example, 
And there's many times in the past they've supplied weapons to people we really shouldn't have supplied things to, if you look at like the Mujahideen from Afghanistan. Uh, there's going to be a time where artificial is used on the combat zone more than we think. And what's going to happen when this artificial intelligence gets into the wrong hands? We're talking terrorism, uh, invasion of people's privacy. So I think that is a huge, no, I, yeah. uh, I totally problem. Agree. And you can't control it, no matter how hard we try. Um, it, it's kind of the same with weapons. Um, yeah. Whether if you are for gun rights or not, I'm sure everyone, the general population, can believe, you know understand that. No matter what we do, there's always going to be bad guys who get their hands on those things. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like it's human nature to want to have power. So, oh, 100%. for everything that's designed, whether it's meant for good or not, there are people out there that want power that will figure out how to manipulate that, hack that, and use that for a bad reason. Right. Absolutely. Sinister nope. reason. There's countries out there that want us to fall. So we're, we're even if we had peace amongst our country, you're still going to have other countries that are going to... I mean, if they're hacking, like we said, hacking CIA, hacking this, hacking that, McDonald's is going to be easy. That's going to be fucking... That's going to be like an initiation to a hacker gang. Oh, you want to work for us? We hack into the CIA? Your first mission is to get your whole crew free tacos from Taco Bell. Oh, that's nothing. Give me 15 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to be able to figure shit like yeah, that out. Yeah. So as much as, like, no, the times are going to change, certain jobs are going to change, you know, but you got to look at it this way, too. Back in the day, there were people that had a position called computers. Like, no joke. Like, you might know this. I'm sure you probably do know that. You work in the computer industry. But back in the day, oh, yeah. there were... Mostly females, you know, but their job was to sit there and compute, to do math, to transition things. They were called computers. When the computer was invented, as, as Neanderthal as it was back in the day, like the advocates and shit like that, right? That's way back. But you know what right. I'm saying? Like those punch cards where they go through the big computers, right? Program. They would just, they washed out all those jobs. All those jobs are gone now. But oh, 100%. We, still, we still moved on. Do you think we'll ever get to the point where it's like Terminator? Where it's like AI is like killing us? I personally don't think as soon as, like, regardless, I still agree, like, the technology is exponentially rising. There's no question of that. But I do think we kind of um, are a little, little bit more paranoid when it comes to, like, oh, it's going to be the fucking Terminator, you know, six years from now. Mm -hmm. Um I think what a lot of what's going to happen right now is more so cyber attacks before anything. Yeah. And people realize this a lot, too, is most of these wars nowadays, at least between superpowers, are just proxy wars. So you look at China. Uh, so between China and the United States, there's so much um, cyber attacks happening back and forth. And I don't think people realize there's a lot more proxy wars going on than just boots on the ground right so, now. So, for the layman like myself, fuck is a proxy war? Explain that to me. 
What's a proxy war? So a proxy war is basically a war, well, it could be an operation, but a war that is basically instigated by a major power where it itself does not become involved. So let's say China is instigating a war against us. They're doing it without really being involved. That can be through having other countries do their dirty work, hiring organizations to do malware attacks, um, things that don't explicitly show that they were involved directly. Right. Okay. So if you think of Vietnam, for example, technically that was a proxy war because in reality... It was hands-off. Um, like you could just... We're funded by the Soviet Union. Spin the wheels and life goes on. I get yep. for for those people that are involved. I get it. Okay, cool. I appreciate you explaining that. Well, look, man, I'm going to tell you what. This was a very good conversation. Uh, I definitely appreciate it. Um, it was awesome. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I so I started this the whole podcast idea. I already have an existing one going, and I'm like, I'm trying to do like some spinoff stuff, and I'm thinking. Yeah, honestly, I thought I would post these questions and I would get into like heated debates with people, but it's what's what's uh, what's actually become of this is like we're all on the same fucking playing field here. Like we're 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 all like wanting the same thing and and we need more creative thinking, but opening the conversation to stuff like this, like you don't have to argue and fight about everything. Like if you can just give someone the time to speak, you can actually learn a lot. I learned a lot of shit from having you on. Um, no, a hundred percent. I mean, that's, that's how you know, we just, as humans, we can get along better is at the end of the day, like regardless if, you know, a hundred percent without a doubt, you believe in something that I a hundred percent without a doubt don't believe in. It's still good to share ideas between both parties. Of, Listen, yeah. You know, why? The last conversation I had, you know, without repeating the whole conversation, was a gentleman that, you know, was very intelligent, and he got busted with a joint at 16 back in the day, tried it as an adult, has a felony on his record at 23, and he still doesn't believe that we should defund the police. And he explained why. And like that blew my mind. I would have thought on paper, this guy a hundred percent would be hating the police. Like, why would he not? Oh yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and he, and he really opened my mind to a lot of stuff. So I appreciate you calling. I really do. This is awesome. Yeah. Thanks for your time, man. Um, I'm going to keep in touch with you because there's going to be a lot of trending news around the corner. And if I get any AI questions, dude, I'm hitting up my cybersecurity plug and we're going to hash it out, and we're going to talk about it. So Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. Well, I'm going to hit you up. Uh, I'm going to email you back here with the details. Um, but other than that, man, I really appreciate you jumping on. Um, and uh, yeah, you have, you have fun, a good man. weekend. Have a good, happy holiday, and, uh, you know, wellness to you and the family. You too, man. Merry Christmas. All right. Have a good one, man. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. <clears throat> All right. And that's that. That is, uh, unfortunately, on the record. And it is. It's Whether you like it or not, it's on the record. So um, if you're interested in being on the podcast, you can contact us, DM us, whatever. I'm going to be posting out links. Um, I'm going to be putting posts out there even next week with, with new topics, new information whatsoever. Um, challenge my way of thinking. 
challenge your own way of thinking. Get on the podcast and let's fucking talk about it and, and show people that it's not all shitty out there. My whole idea for the podcast changed literally in one fucking episode. I was trying to fight people with words. And now I'm sitting here like, man, I just want to hug someone. We're good people. We are. This is a good place. And we can make it through this COVID bullshit. We're all the same. We're just getting put through these fucking ringers. I'm hoping this show doesn't get canceled from Spotify and Apple and all these big names. I'm really hoping that this stays. I'm hoping that it catches. I hope I don't get in trouble for bullshit. Because at the end of the day, I don't mean harm to anyone. And, and, and the, the people that jumped on the show, they don't mean harm to anyone. They're all good people. Anyways, I digress. Thank you for turning into the show. Until next week, signing off.